0: i Spaces Welcome to the ether today is wednesday january 12 2022 this episode of the ether is brought to you by orbital command a community validator on terra dedicated to educating expanding and promoting the lunatic community take advantage of their terra luna intel report on telegram which brings you the hottest news and updates on all things terra each and every day you can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your luna find out more at orbitalcommand.io. TerraSpaces appreciates their support. Today on the Ether, we have the Terra Investment Questions and
1: Answers with Rebel DeFi and Orbital Command. Let's take a listen. All right, Doctor. Well, one thing I was thinking we could maybe start off with those tweets from today. Yeah, LFG.org. Do you want to riff on that just while I try and sort out my um, headphones?
2: Yes. I believe my mic is now on. can help. help. Um, Lfg.org. My goodness, I am beyond pumped at the moment. So <clears throat> I'm just having a little look uh, at some potential options, and I'd be curious to know maybe later in this in this uh, Twitter space what people's thoughts are. But from what I can gather from different people, uh, all speculating, of course, no one's got the uh, the real inside scoop. But based on the the image based on a few things that are happening. My speculations are that it's either something to do with MasterCard, it's either something to do with an international chai payment uh, system or chai app, or it is something to do with, uh, Do. also spoken about having Bitcoin essentially be like a reserve for Luna as well, some sort of insurance sort of mechanism. So they're the three things um, that I'm leaning towards. I don't know where you're at, Rebel. What are your thoughts and views? I might not be here he may have gone walkabout but um yeah heaps of things happening at the moment i i
1: i just i can just imagine imagine it's something to do with mastercard that would just be absolutely insane
2: yeah it'd be nuts and there's lots of things happening even i saw uh what's cash doing at the moment cash had a post out recently talking about where would it go i'm just trying to scroll through to see where that cash post was but um uh, I don't. I'm just getting. There's something in the water, Rebel. There's something in the water at the moment, and we've just had this crazy dip the last week or so. Um, everyone was on edge. Obviously, the fear and greed index was very low, and um, you know a lot of people were getting liquidated. And actually, I feel like a lot of people manage their liquidations fairly well, um, just from the conversations I've been having. But um, or manage their loan to value ratio rather. It's probably a better way of saying that. But um, I just, I'm looking at all things lining up at the moment. We've got PRISM launching January 25th. Um, we've got whatever this LFG is that's just come out. I'm just, I'm, I'm feeling like 2022 could be a very good year.
1: Awesome. Sorry about that. I, sorry, Finn. I went for it, set up a new mic and stuff, but I think it had a bit of a lag on it. So I came in a little bit late when you're asking that question, doctor. Um, got Dan B up here. Shall we just get him up? Sure. Dan, that should be you up. Yes, Dan, I have just noticed anchor spacesuit, my man.
3: Oh, you like that? <laughs> yeah, I just picked right. one up. My brother. <laughs> yep, we're practically twins now. <laughs> I was you, just you are at the this, anchor boss, uh, yeah. LFG thing, too, man. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I was zooming in on the actual image, and the image is called Symbol Tape at 2X. I was Simple wondering tape. if there's any kind of hidden, hidden meaning in there or not, too. I mean, 2x probably just means like uh, like kind of zoomed in, but it's also a kind of a, a crypto term, right? I'm looking at it right now. I'm bringing it up. I don't know. My my,
2: my speculation's on the chance at the moment.
3: If you right-click it text? and then open image and new tab, you'll see it says the image is called symbol tape at 2x.
2: I feel like that's one of those things where we're like really reading into something that's probably nothing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah, and I was looking at like these things. So it looks like a 7 or like a greater than symbol. What can I pull out of here that is probably not true?
2: (laughs) Yes, my tinfoil hat's on tight right
3: now. Yeah. That's a really cool connection about the MasterCard. I never, like, I always thought this was just definitely Luna and Bitcoin because I've heard Doe talk about that so much. But it does look like the MasterCard logo too. Mm -hmm. Yes, I had, so just very serendipitously, this morning, I had a,
2: a notification on one of my old... Twitter posts. This is from, I'll just see if I can find out as I'm talking to you here. Um, It's probably from like October, I'd put up a post and someone had commented some things and in that uh, notification, they'd said something to the effect of, here you go. This is back in 21st of October 21, I don't know who this individual is, but we had cityboy.ust or object. And they had said something about short international try card will be issued soon. Stay tuned. Maybe backed by KRT for domestic, UST for international. And they are based in Korea themselves. And they appear to be some sort of, I don't know if they're a dev or something. I don't know what they do. But anyway, could be nothing. Probably, Probably something, though.
1: Cool. Well, I'm thinking, obviously, it depends what everyone wants to hear. But I like keeping it not too high level. I think some of us were probably in the Apollo space that's just finished. Some of that stuff was like quite big brain thinking. So I'm thinking we just need to chill it, chill it out a little bit and um, maybe talk about some of our strategies that we're using on Anchor or wherever. Oh, yeah. um, so if anyone has a question that you'd like us to address, you can just hit that request button. We'll get you up. And maybe while we're waiting, one thing I was just noticing, um, and Dan might have some input on this as well, is that the Borrow APR on anchor seems to have gone down quite a bit so we're about 15 percent to borrow and then the distribution apr is 14 percent or so
3: um do you
1: have any comments on that
3: happy
2: for uh to uh for oh, i'll have to jump on that one for a second i'm just doing a quick bit of recon here
3: yeah i'm uh, looking at that right now so you said the borrow rate on anchor so it is now oh yeah uh when i looked yesterday it was like Negative one, and now it's negative zero point eight six. So, you, so you mean it's getting a uh, smaller?
1: No, <laughs> like, no, no. I'm not it's... meaning not meaning the net APR so much, Dan, but more the actual like the borrow APR.
3: Oh, obviously, gotcha. Was, so like, it's cheaper to borrow. The, yeah. yeah, that is interesting.
1: And obviously, we're going to get less well, sort of ank kicked out. But I mean, does that does that mean that there's more collateral sloshing around the system, so they don't need to charge that, so? So that much? would like
3: encourage you to borrow right like it's less to borrow it is an incentive to try to get people to come in just like raising an LP pool right okay yeah yeah see that yeah so I'm guessing uh I don't, I don't know if these numbers adjust automatically or if there's people with governance tokens who are saying hey let's change the uh the borrow APR I imagine it, there's a mix of them
1: but it's certainly nice with like Luna going up a little bit LTVs seem to be seem to be following or falling sorry are you guys like going oh, yeah. in and borrowing more already, or are you just kind of wait and see what happens?
3: Yeah, well, I did my first one at sixty two and then I did another position I, I borrowed again at seventy two like two days ago, and I think I'm getting close to i'm I'm just following my numbers. I don't know if you saw my post, but I'm just sticking to uh twenty five percent and then whenever my l t v goes down to twenty, I borrow again. So I think I'm getting pretty close to being able to borrow again. That's mm. that's
1: that's interesting. Getting you two together, Dan at twenty five percent, and Doctor almost double that.
3: <laughs> yeah, living on the edge. I, I'm very new to this kind of stuff, so I'm kind of uh, doing baby steps. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's
2: definitely a smart yeah. move. Anyone that's jumping on for the you know early and doing this sort of for their first time, I always say I'm like, don't even like if you're just starting, don't even go up to twenty percent. Like that's that is conservative, but like just find your feet. And then, if you've got excess capital to deploy when you need it, um, and you know the you know how to use the system, then it's like you can hang up around the sort of 45% uh, LTV. But even then, it's like you know those Black Swan events do occur, and we do see you know mass liquidations, and it and it gets super hairy. You know, it got super hairy last week. And just to answer your question, Rebel, you know what am I doing? I think I think I told you my play the other day. You know, I around sort of that mid 60s mark. I deployed a a large chunk of capital, and we uh, yeah I took out basically everything that was in my pools at that point. Um, You know, this is a pretty pretty big play, but took out pretty much everything that was in my pools that was generating uh, you know a fair bit of cash daily, and I've just moved that into more Luna. So I bagged a good chunk of Luna, and I'm just going to sit on that for the minute. Um, Once it gets back around the sort of hundred dollar mark, I'll have quite a a a good uh, amount of Leverage that I can use again just to put back into pools. So that's what I'm that's my play at the moment.
1: Awesome. Awesome. I'm just yeah. wondering again about this LFG.org. I'm thinking like, you know how they always say like buy the rumor, sell the news. So I mean it uh. could end up being that, but it could also be like the news is just so mega that like buy the rumor, and then when the news comes out, we just get on that rocket ship. So i'm um, I'm considering pushing my LTV back up and just getting hold of some more Luna.
2: Mm.
3: But I mean, that did is... Joe also say like when the whole cash thing came out? He said this is the f- first project on Terra to uh, get approved. Would would that hint that there might be a second one about to be approved? Mm. Like I mean, obviously I know Alice has applied too, but wonder if yeah. Terra is doing something natively too. I I don't we'll see there being any point it. of doing it at the protocol level, right? Like, would it make sense to even do it there? Good question. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I'm on cash right now. I'm on the Cash Twitter. And obviously, for anyone that doesn't know, they they announced just recently, they're super excited to announce that Cash was selected by the MasterCard for MA Start Path, um, an award-winning global startup program helping innovative later stage startups that use blockchain to solve real world problems to scale. So that's what's going on with cash there. It you know, are we going to see something at the um, you know oh wait, Busan, that was the other thing. Sorry, I just had a squirrel moment. Um, I'll finish that last sentence. Are we going to see something at the protocol level? Don't know. It's probably going to be something more um, on the layer twos or these. um, Yeah, I I don't know. But I just know that um, the other thing I came across before was someone was talking about uh, like a Busan card. So I don't know if anyone's seen that or anyone's familiar with it, but there was all this talk about Busan a little while ago and US, uh, sorry, KRT becoming the money, or UST, KRT becoming the money of Busan specifically. Um, does anyone know anything about that? I've
3: that not heard search- about that, but that thing that you read where they got selected by MasterCard for StartPath, does that mean that they're getting MasterCard debit cards or is that something totally different where like MasterCard is just helping fund them do some blockchain stuff, like they just want some money? Do you know like what that exactly means?
2: I don't know what that means, but I did, I would definitely be... Uh, Sharing that it's all at the moment, it's all just conjecture.
3: I'm gonna make a note to look into what that MasterCard start padding is. Mm. Or, I mean, maybe maybe it's just
1: dual pumping his own bags, (laughs) (laughs) he does not
3: need to pump anymore. He's (laughs) Mm. he's set and he's making 20 million dollar bets.
4: (laughs)
1: That was mental, isn't it? We've got got a couple other guys come up to contribute, we've got Camille.
4: Yeah, hi guys, how are you? Um, yeah,
5: yeah, right?
4: Yeah, man, thank you. I have a few questions, maybe you guys can help out. The first one is related to to the interest that have to be paid on the ba- on the bar- borrowed value on the anchor. So, I believe if I get it right, this interest start to accumulate on top of your borrowed value, but mm-hmm. there's not actually a need to pay at any time any specific time it's not like your credit card interest that you need to pay it every month right exactly right. yeah okay okay and um all right so if the price of luna goes up then of course um that would be good for for all of us and the second question is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <man>. regarding yeah <laughs> <laughs> the second question is regarding the B-Luna that is locked, you know, that is under the provided tab. So do you guys understand the relationship between the with, withdrawable amount of Luna that can be? Because when I click on, with, on the withdrawal amount, it's actually very low when compared to, to the amount of B-Luna that has been provided. So let's yeah. say that you wanted to cancel everything right now and just take off, take out all of your Luna, all of your B-Luna. Would that be possible?
3: You have no, to first no. repay, so you'd have to go to the very top and repay and put back in however much UST that you borrowed. Then you would be able to withdraw all of your B Luna. Oh, okay, okay. I, yeah, I, I the just, way the
2: way it worked... Oh, you go there, Rebel.
3: I, I was I was really
1: interesting actually. Thanks very much, Kimble, for that. Because when you, when you said that when you clicked on withdraw, you couldn't withdraw much. I just clicked on it and then tried to withdraw. You're right; it, it didn't say I could withdraw very much, but you can only Withdraw up to a forty-five percent LTV, um, and I'm and I'm kind of well, I'm thirty-nine percent. So I mean, I yeah, I could only take out like ten percent of my collateral.
4: Yeah, that, that's that's that's
1: so is that kind of what you're seeing? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I suppose basically the way I look at it is my is my B Luna collateral that's just there, and it's I'm kind of managing the loan. Or that, that's essentially there just to allow me to borrow
2: mm-hmm.
4: what I'm borrowing. Okay. Um, so if the price of Luna goes up, the withdrawal amount will have to go up as well, right? Of be Luna?
6: Correct.
2: Yeah. Okay. Because theoretically, think about it like this. As your Luna price goes up, the LTV is naturally dropping. And so there's a greater distance between where your LTV is and where that 45% bar is. so, of course, if at the moment, you know, Rebel just said he can probably withdraw maybe 10% of his lunar based on where his current LTV is. If the price of lunar has gone up, obviously your LTV has gone down. The distance is greater, the more lunar you could withdraw.
4: Okay, okay, I got it. Thank you, guys. I
3: find the 45% thing kind of interesting because when you do your initial borrow, you can borrow up to like 60%, right? Or 59% or something like that. You just go into the red, but you're saying when you actually try to remove your collateral, it won't let you go past that safe limit. That's
1: crazy. That means Camillo might have noticed. Like that means if if we're looping, that just goes to show looping is so dodgy. Because if you go above yeah. 45% up to 50% and go shit, I need to get my Luna out to pay back my loan. You can't. And it, it doesn't let you take yeah. anything out. <laughs> yeah. yeah Screw.
2: That makes total sense, though. Considering you know, it's an it's a collateralized debt position. So You're over collateralized to borrow the money out in the first place, and so it's like, of course, you know, the protocol's got to have mechanisms in place to make sure that it's able to repay the debts. Um, and if your price of loan is dropping mm. uh, and your LTV is creeping up, it's like, well, you know, why would why should you be able to take out the money that's going to be essentially used to pay off a debt if it needs to?
1: Oh, well, listen. Agreed. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying you necessarily should be, but just it just means it is a if you've not got any other spare cash, then you've just yeah. got to hope that it doesn't
4: keep falling. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. I cool. believe yeah. the recommendation uh, that I've heard is to just loop the first time. You know, the, the take the borrowed value and then use it to buy more B Luna, but then yes. not do it again because then you will have less amount of withdrawable B Luna.
1: True. Although well, to be the- fair, like. Sorry, Doctor, off you I was just, just going to
2: say the consideration there really is how much cap, excess capital you've got to deploy. Like, what's one, what's your risk tolerance? And two, how much capital do you have uh, on the sidelines ready to, you know, bail yourself out if you need to? Um, and how active are you as well? And, that, you know, if you're someone that's you're hardly checking your anchor, probably, you know, probably don't take a, a massive loan and don't, you know, sit in a very risky position in case something bad happens and you can't tend to it. Um, but also, yeah, if you've got if you've got ample funds sitting there and your alerts are on then it doesn't yeah it doesn't really matter you can probably keep yourself safe at all at all levels so it's just a, a case of deciding as an individual you know what's my risk tolerance and how much can I afford to lose um, if this this bet essentially that I'm making doesn't work out in my favor
4: you're right. Yeah. So in that in that case, it's good to have the some UST at the side just sitting there in case you need to pay your LTV to to get it back to a safe level.
3: Yeah. I'll say oh. one correction to uh, just on what I said before. I can actually withdraw up to sixty or fifty nine point nine nine. So you can go all the way to there. I just tested. Oh wow! Oh, you I slid, sorry. slid the bar. Okay. Oh,
1: you yeah. can so slide the bar,
3: right? When you click withdrawable, it takes you to forty five, but it, you can actually slide it up oh. to a more dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> value. So that, right. that makes more sense now because right, you should be able it. to yeah. withdraw and borrow at the same risk. Yeah. Sorry, that was a
1: noob move from me. Never even thought oh, to. Here
4: we go. Yeah,
3: you see below, with this
1: later. it
4: says B lunar, there, there you see the withdrawal. I believe that's the total amount that, that you can withdraw.
2: 235. Interesting. So I'm just trying to do the math. I'm looking at my one right now. I've just slid the bar all the way to 60 just to see what how much it would let me take out and so at 60% oh yeah so that must be 40% okay so I'll be able to take out 40% of my own. be Luna that's how hey, it would
3: work hold okay. on. Um, before you do that can I put in that Kujira bid real quick <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: just
3: joking I'm, no do
2: it take my Luna yeah I want it to go in a good <laughs> hand it's gonna go to anyone um, did, any,
4: did any of you guys actually buy some Kujira tokens just hoping it to to go up in price? And just sit let it sit there.
3: I got some. I bought some yeah. at ninety-one cents, but I actually spent them on a uh, liquidation stuff, so I don't really have any more now. Yeah, because
2: yeah. it fell it fell really bad. Did it? What's Kujira doing? Let's have a quick go over there.
1: I mean I've got I've got to go full disclosure if I'm gonna talk about Kujira, I, I did get into a pre-sale and I put in a thousand dollars at That's good. 18 cents oh wow so, nice. I mean, I, this, right i mean i love kujira the protocol and I'm, I'm not certain about the token yet but um we'll see there, there was a thing saying potentially to deposit aust into kujira we might have to hold a big bag of luna i'm not luna sorry big bag of kujira to be able to do that so i think that puts a bit of like utility real utility into the token
4: yeah and, and the market cap is is low you know so basically it, it can have a, a great potential to skyrocket
1: well listen i'm, I'm holding the tokens just now i'm not not dumping them so i mean i have sold some when it first came out it seemed quite high like three dollars or something i was like i will take that money um but at this price i'm not i'm quite happy to hold it
3: i would definitely it's hold on to that stuff because you can basically take your money out of kujira for half off by using a uh, kuji tokens i saved a whole bunch <laughs> during the dip on withdrawals because of kuji and mm-hmm. on that note curious what you guys think about this. You know how uh, there's the Luna Bulls project and they have like the cash bull, which is uh, a utility bull that's supposed to give you diamond status on cash. Uh-huh. There's also a Kujira bull. And mm-hmm. I would right. love to see the owner of the Kujira bull, which just happens to be me at this point, be able ah. to get a discount on Kujira liquidations. Instead of playing Kujira, you could like show that you have the bull and you could get the half off too. Yeah. So- I, the
2: really bull, cool. I was going to say, before you even said that it was yours, I was going to say that's the that's the best-looking bull I've ever seen.
1: The Coogee Bull that's is pretty the pretty
3: dope-looking. <sighs> I, I like all those, man. Like They're all beautiful. I like the Anchor one, too. And what? Is yes. there just one kooji Bull? Yeah, they're one of ones. Oh, wow. And how did you get your hands on that? I saw it on Random Earth last night. I was like, well, that looks like a pretty good price, so I went for it.
1: Come on, man. You can't can't leave us hanging. It is 115.
3: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Fair play. Yeah. I was able to actually go, I was able to trade one of my uh, punks for it pretty much one for one. So it ended up being a net zero for me.
1: Nice. Nice.
3: Rock Hard Crypto has a question or comment.
7: Hey, hey, guys. Ryan up here as well. I was. uh... I'm sure some of you have noticed, but I'm a crypto influencer. I've been posting a lot about UST, and a lot of my followers have been um, getting confused because I keep saying that UST has nothing to do with the US dollar. It's not linked to the US dollar. It it just equals one. And I'm not sure how, is there a better way for me to explain this? Because I'm sure you guys understand this, but it has nothing to do with the US dollar. It, It just equals one, and that's it. Yeah, but but if you change to the dollar,
4: dollar, then it's it's the same value as U.S. dollar. But if you
7: think about the U.S. dollar, the if your parents bought a house for like two hundred thousand dollars in nineteen eighty-five, it's now worth like five hundred thousand U.S. dollars. That's not how U.S.T. works. U.S.T. just equals one. Yeah, U.S.T. is always pegged to one dollar.
4: It's tied to one dollar
7: i think you guys are confusing dollars and cryptocurrencies though i'm pretty sure ust just equals one on what what do you mean
4: one i mean one ust equals one
7: us dollar in exchange it it just equals one in the terra ecosystem not really because if you exchange if you take it to an
4: exchange uh let's say a hundred thousand ust should equal exactly 100,000 USDT. Or 100, I think it's just coincidental
7: USDT. that the U.S. dollar is worth one UST right now because it, that isn't always the case.
1: So when is it not the case?
7: Well, like in, in like 1675, it was like the purchasing power was like 80 times what it is today. So the U.S. dollar was actually worth $80 then. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. So, we didn't have
1: UST in 1665.
7: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But it, the same concept can still apply. US, UST is just equal to to one.
8: Well, is, is this an actual question, are, are we being trolled here? Yeah, Crazy man.
2: <laughs> <Yeah, it's laughs> part of me feels like it's a it's a troll. But to answer your question, to make it really, I guess obvious, is you've got to remember that uh, Terra has created a suite of stable coins. And so it's not there's not just UST, there's KRT, you know, there's there's the Korean one, there's the Chinese Yuan, there's the you know, there's a whole list of stable coins which are ostensibly, or which are essentially rather, um, pegged to the currency of that country. And so the UST is pegged to the US dollar. The beautiful thing about the UST though being decentralized and algorithmic is that if, say, for example, the US dollar was to go, you know, completely belly up, we are able to do things that you can't do in the traditional money system where you can, you know, re peg to something else. You know, you could peg it to the climate in uh, Ecuador if you wanted to. That's how it that's that's more how it works. If you're saying that it's just one, it needs to be one of something. You can't just have one of nothing.
4: Absolutely.
1: I think he's gone. Oh, that was that was a good bit of um, um shit posting on Twitter spaces. That's the first time I've I've been party to that. Um, <laughs> i think ryan was waiting to ask a question
8: yeah I, i had a question thanks um so what's top of mind for me lately is um am i correct in in understanding that the like the rewards you get with anchor lp that those are going away soon like in a month or something
1: i think yeah 22nd of well they're not going away but they'll be reduced i think it's maybe the 22nd of march i don't know is it reduced by half is that right
8: I don't know. I just I just wanted to kind of understand or get, get a refresher on the timing of that or how that'll work and then just kind of curious people's thoughts on the move uh moving that LP to Astroport and if that's going to be a good thing for Anchor or not. I'm I'm kind of not impressed with Astroport much yet.
1: Um as far as I did just put a video up, a quick one um a bit earlier on today about because um, the UST and anchor LP on Apollo DAO is now at 0%. And that's because they're moving it from, or it's being moved from um, TerraSwap to AstroPort. So we've got to like remove our liquidity from TerraSwap and then redeploy that into AstroPort, ready to put it back onto the Apollo DAO. Um, But as far as LP rewards being reduced, in that LP, um, I don't know if that means it's, presumably it's going to be a little less attractive, but because the rewards are going to be getting kicked out at a sort of slower rate, I would hope that that means maybe the, the Yank token is going to sort of appreciate in value.
3: Aren't all the rewards just based on how much liquidity is in the pool and how much of that pool you own? It's just as simple as that. So, like, as more people provide liquidity to Astroport and take it off, like TerraSwap or off of anywhere else, that's why the APR goes down. It just is a sign that more there's more liquidity in there, and you just happen to now own less of it.
1: Fair point. Well, I, I was just okay on the assumption that everyone who's providing liquidity now continues to provide liquidity, the rewards will be go down. That's, that's my understanding,
3: anyway. Um, so you mean, be less. so like right now in Astroport, you get 0.3% of swap fees. So you're saying that it'll go down from that? Um, no, or am no, I not no, understanding no but like not- Yeah, I
8: think what, what we were initially talking about was that the the additional rewards, incentives in the Anchor LP are going down, which means uh, the market of sort of having anchor tokens out there won't be as diluted, and that'll potentially... Drive the price up, and then the discussion of what's going on on Ash Report is kind of a little bit different or separate.
3: Oh, gotcha. You're talking about the actual LP token itself of ink yeah.
1: Or not necessarily the LP token, but more like you know, and you know how Anchor kicks out like 85% or something APR uh, in in that LP. Yeah. Up. So that that's not that's not swap fees. That's just like bonus tokens for providing liquidity. So if that okay. gets if that gets cut down to 40%, then if we're all still in the same pools, we're going to get less rewards. That's my understanding, Makes anyway. Sense. Um, I don't know. Doctor, you got any comments on that one?
3: That's all part um. of like the token distribution, right? Just like how Mirror is going to be ending their snapshots pretty soon for uh, Luna Stakers. Like, they've just given them out.
1: Wow, okay. I didn't realize that was coming to an end quite so soon, but yeah. yeah essentially, yeah.
3: Yeah, I think it's got like, I don't know, another, what is it, like a month left or something on those?
1: Okay. I've got on one of my smaller accounts where I've got like not that much Luna staked, I've got a ton of like four cent mirror airdrops.
3: Yeah, the last like, mirror airdrop is happening in four days and 18 hours. Oh, wow. Cool. Cool.
2: Yeah, there it is there. So if anyone that doesn't uh, know where to look at Terra Analytics, you can go to terra.smartstake.io and then forward slash airdrops. And so it'll have a list here and it'll say, you know, Anchor protocol, Valkyrie protocol, Pylon protocol, Mirror protocol, and it'll show you how many snapshots are taken each week. Um, And the snapshot is basically to say, like, cool, this is done. The people with wallets that are using, you know, Mirror or Pylon or Valkyrie, they're going to receive some free tokens. And, yeah, as as, uh, Dan was just saying, Mirror has its last one in four days, um, but you can still get airdrops from Anchor and Valkyrie uh for another what 47 and 66 weeks respectively uh
3: yep yeah anchor valkyrie and pylon but hey guys i'm going to step down as a speaker because i have to go drive somewhere but uh nice chatting with you and i'll be listening awesome good job mate
1: stay in touch yep Bye. um we've got frugal you want to join hey, us how are you hi yeah
9: um i had a question about um the liquidity Provider like debate that there was going on between Max and like Dankua. Like, did you guys like pick a side or like did you see Danku's point or whatever? Like while going down, I can clearly see that uh, we're stacking Luna. And um I don't know if it's at a cheaper rate, but to me it felt like it was at a discount. But um I don't know what you what do you guys think or if you have an opinion on that. Sure, you, you go mean, first, Rebel.
2: No, no,
1: you jump in.
9: Okay, so I would yeah,
2: I was keeping abreast of what was happening in that conversation. The uh, the gentleman's agreement to disagree. Um, it was. I think they're both right. You know, I think they're both they both provide an enormous value to this to this space. And um, I think in the last post that they said where they were essentially you know admitting that they were just talking over the top of each other and probably not um addressing each other's claims properly. Um. Some bits, I think they are both right. Uh, and I, I'd say that if you're doing the lunar omics strategy and you're trying to pick up lunar on the cheap uh, by being in, say a lunar UST pool uh, as the price of lunar depreciates, it just takes a bit more um, a bit more know-how to understand the rates at which the you know essentially you'd be picking up the lunar four and that that's you know it's quite a fiddly thing um i think people my my take on impermanent loss is that i think people probably put too much weight on it for the most part unless you've got a token that's gone completely parabolic um if you're holding something that's gradually increasing over time or even decreasing over time and then making its way back um to center the impermanent loss is almost rendered you know uh obsolete the of course if you if you bought some if you if you jumped into the lunar UST pool and Lunar was to take off uh, to the stratosphere, well then of course yeah you'd rather have just been holding the, the lunar tokens. But um yeah. I wasn't I wasn't either for or against either side. I just was I sort of was like cool, I see where they're both coming from. Um and they're both kind of right.
1: I will be honest with you. I, I think I missed the tweets. Not completely. I saw some stuff, but I was like looking for it this morning, trying to think. I've mm-hmm. got to find this like whole history. But so I I haven't read the whole tweet history. But I mean the way I use the Luna US TLP is as a hedge in case Luna goes down. So if I've got liquid Luna sitting in my wallet, that's on the assumption or hope or hope anyway that Luna goes up in value. But in case Luna goes down in value having Luna and UST paired in an LP I think is a great hedge because then if Mm -hmm. Luna goes down from say 75 to 65 just like Lunaomics did go great I'm I'm up I don't know 10% whatever it is my my actual amount of Luna not the value not the dollar value at that time but Mm -hmm. the amount of Luna at that time when it's dropped has gone up by a certain percentage and then I do come out of the pool and go, right, if Luna's at 65, surely it's going back up to 70 anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And what do you know? It's gone up. So when Luna then goes back up, I mean, it certainly feels to me as if I'm making more money.
2: Yeah. And it really depends on the level of conviction you have in the future price of Luna. So if you believe that Luna's is going to be worth a lot more than it is today, then it's like, okay, cool. I can take a, sh- a short-term hit um, with a loss of, you know, dollar value in say UST, um, in the short term to accumulate some more Luna on the on the downtrend, because long term, as Luna bounces back and exceeds, you know, from where it was, um, that outweighs the the short term loss that you incurred.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Does that kind of help, frugal?
9: Uh, Yeah it it does. Uh, I also have like a similar view that like when it's going down I can give up USD and I think it's almost like DCAing down, on the way down and like you're getting more lunar. But uh, it kind of hurts to see the LP like lose lunar when it's climbing. Like (laughs) usually I like pull out whenever like I feel like it's almost the bottom so like after a 40% drop like around. 68 or so i did like uh withdraw my lp and then just bought more luna with the USD that i had hoping that it wouldn't go even more down so sure sure yeah, that's for me
1: i mean in, in a kind of strange way i almost view that luna ust position or lp as like a cash position so like if the value of luna is going up yeah we're going to be losing luna but like the UST value, the ability to pay back our loan is increasing. Um, which means we can obviously then start to think about raising our LTV again. Um brilliant question. Thank you. We've got Jaded Thank you. with a question or comment.
5: Hey guys um tuned in a little bit late apologies if this was asked earlier but I heard you talking about the kind of the reduction in the <clears throat> ANC uh, or uh, Astroport rewards. But I, I was just wondering um Do you know, as I know we've been stuck on this like 19.x percent, you know, in anchor protocol for, you know, basic AUST rewards for a long time here. Is there a plan that you see to reduce that at some point or is there are there certain metrics that, you know, when we hit some number, some, you know, adoption that that will go down? And then if so, um, how do you guys anticipate that affecting you know, overall Luna price, given that you know capital is mercenary, and a lot of people are in Luna because of that percent, and you know they may go elsewhere where they can find 20% easier. Once that drops to you know 10 or 15 or whatever, so I just wonder what your thoughts were on that. Thanks.
1: Good question, man. Do you want to go Rebel or? I, I was going to say that's almost too big a brain question for me. Um, I I I I think it's good I think we're going to be hovering around 20% for a while yet. I I. I mean, we're still we're still so early. There's tons of money in coming into Anchor. Um, lots of people are borrowing. I mean, okay, the yield reserve does seem to be going down a bit, but that's what the yield reserve is for—to keep interest rates close to twenty. I mean, that is the headline thing for Terra, really. Anchor pays twenty percent on UST deposits. That is mega. I mean, if we just go down to sort of the standard AV type rates. Lave not even savings, I suppose, but I mean, that's why That's why I moved away from AVAX and away from um, I've forgotten what it's called, even Matic just because I just didn't think the rates were that good unless it was in real D-gen farms whereas Terra doesn't seem that D-gen to me. seems quite a safe place for me to park in the capital. Sorry, Terra Spaces, oh, yeah. I was letting the mic touch the beard. Um, that's, yeah, I, I, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. That's my answer. Doctor, over to you.
2: Yeah, look, I think there's I think there's cause for, well, not concern, but consideration. There's definitely cause for consideration of, cool, you know, what might it look like if it was to drop down? How far would it go? Um, you know, what would make it more stable based on the current, you know, levels of collateralization? Um, you know, and I've heard arguments to say that if you bumped it down to sort of 16, 17%, it's still an attractive rate um, overall. But of course, it does kind of it's like a blemish. It's a chink in the armour of this, you know, epic 19, 20% uh, rate that you're getting currently. Um, I think the question really is how how soon and how many uh, new B assets can we have added? to anchor. Like obviously there's talk that it's probably in the next few weeks we're getting uh was it B Adam and B soul, I believe, with the two that are coming. Um and so, and of course that was spoken about nearly a year ago. And I, well, it was not oh actually less. What are we? In? We're in January. Ten eight eight to ten months ago it was spoken about. And you know it's taken a long time to get there. To, you know, if there's one thing that anchor doesn't do very well, it's communicate. But I think what they do well is they ship, and all the things that we're looking forward to—the multiple B assets um, coming through—I think it's going to. I, I think actually think it's going to be okay. Like my my experience of everything Terra so far um, tells me that they're good at hitting goals. I.e., you know we hit the ten billion dollar target for UST last year. Um, I think that they're going to be able to maintain, you know, a, a pretty good eighteen to twenty percent uh, going through to you know the next couple of years for sure cool do you want to
5: come back on that jaded uh no i just appreciate the thoughts and uh, but maybe anything more specific is to, you know in looking at the tea leaves what would you what kind of data would need to happen where you would think oh they would have to drop that to you know 16 percent or so what would be the thing that you think would um kind of precipitate that at at some point whenever that does happen what are we what should we be as savvy investors kind of looking uh uh, to to determine when that decision might be uh, thought about or made
1: Mm. yeah that's that's a good question i mean i suppose keeping our eye on the yield reserve seeing where it goes but i mean to be fair dole could just like say i'll make sure the the, the yield doesn't fall and
2: that that, that that introduces a whole new dilemma though, like if you're working towards some sort of uh, decentralisation or like, you know, um, actually not some sort of true decentralisation, then of course you want to minimise the intervention by some sort of central figure. And so it's like, you know, for me, and, and I know that's important to you too, Rebel, we were talking about decentralisation the other day, um, Having having these interventions isn't, isn't a good look, much in the same way that, you know, Solana can kind of just shut things down when they need to, um, when there's things going wrong over there. You know, if we have someone that's just stepping in and and bumping up yield reserves, you know, it doesn't make a good case for long-term decentralisation. But, sure, that could be done. Um, I think, of course, it's a matter of people being active in the governance. Again, we were talking about handported governance recently, uh, Rebel and I, and the other guys at Orbital Command, and it's there seems to be a lot of inactivity particularly like I think Mira was mentioned earlier in this conversation about you know, there's just polls that just are getting zero traction actually, maybe not zero, that's an extreme view, but um, getting low traction um, if we can, if it's just education, if we can have more people be educated about the space um, and contributing then perhaps, you know proposals can be put through and uh, quorum can be reached to decide. Okay, yes, let's deploy more funds to back up the yield reserve. Um, that that sort of thing is totally possible. And that's the that's kind of the point of uh, you know this democratized uh, system that's being built. Um, yeah, I don't know. My, the, what I'm looking at. I, yeah, keep your eye on the yield reserve. Um, keep your eye on anchors like anchor news in general, because um, I think that's where you're kind of going to get it first. And also. No, actually, I'll just say, start there. Just keep your eye on Anchor, keep your eye on um, the whispers and just see what, yeah, see what you make of them.
5: Thanks. I appreciate the input, guys. That's all right. And
1: then definitely on, on the Anchor dashboard, we can see. I mean, to be honest, I, I looked at this a few months ago now and I thought the sort of math, well, in the UK we say maths, not math, but I thought the numbers worked out that staking rewards from the collateral and the borrow. APR was covering the Anchor Earn side of things so unless I suppose maybe maybe deposits have gone up crazily and um, the collateral hasn't sort of followed so maybe it's not quite paying for it I suppose the fact that the yield reserve is going down indicates that it's not but um, yeah as you said with more B assets hopefully there'll be more collaterals coming in and um, Anchor will still be able to keep paying that juicy 20% we'll see, alright let's move all right,
2: I was just, just going to, as, yep. as, an, as an addendum to that, I was just going to say, um, and I, have, I can't remember where I was reading it, but it was just the other day, just talking about this uh, cross-chain collateralization, you know, things being uh, essentially anchor operating on the back end of other protocols on, you know, IBC. Um, we, we could essentially see this all being juiced up and topped up, not even through the front end of anchor. You know what I mean? This could be, we could be seeing the B assets essentially being juiced up through you know whatever near protocol or something like that
8: yeah
1: i mean 2022 2023 is going to be epic for anchor so yeah i guess just just wait and see mm. and it's, it's exciting times for sure right we've got maybe 10 minutes left tops and we've got a few more questions so we've got crypto crypto updates you want to join us
10: yeah hey how's it going long time. Okay. Um. So been in the ecosystem for a little bit, um, long time here in in you know Terra Luna. So uh, loved Anchor, big fan of Anchor like everyone else here. Uh after I finally figured out how to collateralize like ETH and Luna, it's been it's been great because you can deposit the asset without having to sell it and extract the value that you need. Um it was way better when the the borrow rates were higher, right? Um uh-huh. but it is what it is. <laughs> right. Um, but what's interesting to me is like, uh, I remember there was a lot of hype on this Nexus protocol thing, and maybe I'm missing something. Um, but the user experience, the UX of how Nexus protocol works is a lot different than what I had envisioned it to be because it was supposed to, and maybe it does, and I think it does. But I, I mean, user experience wise, I don't understand it. Like, Anchor protocol makes sense. You deposit your collateral you can borrow against it and, and withdraw UST. Uh, I do not understand how how they're optimizing this with Nexus. I, I'm assuming, I mean, they're targeting like an LTV of like what, 47% or something it looks like. But in terms of a user experience perspective, like actually using it and depositing and doing whatever, like do you, do you guys understand it at all? And I would love to get like a Eli 5, like a explain it like I'm 5 tutorial on, the basic way on on how to use nexus to its best ability uh in a simple form like i just it just does not make any basic any sense to me um uh pretty ui but ux wise i i just i don't yeah it's not as simple as anchor so i would love a breakdown from anyone here
1: are you a nexus user doctor
2: uh mostly just for the farms but i would agree with you on that question there I think UI is, like, it's beautiful, it's slick. UX, it's pretty, um, mm, it's not very clear. It, it lacks clarity. And so just even simple things like having, you know, the information pop-ups, which will say, okay, when you're depositing to this thing, this is what's happening in return. Like, here's the here's the feature, this is the benefit. Um, you know, for a long time, I, I was confused too because I read the white paper and then I was, you know, I had uh, B-Learner deposit into the vaults and I'm like, okay, cool, that's earning me my 8%. But how does, like, how does this work? Is this actually managing my LTV, you know, helping me manage my LTV over on Anchor? And so there's just a lot of uh, murkiness and confusion around that. I've moved pretty much everything I said earlier in the call that I've moved most of my funds back into actual Luna itself. But um, I'm, I'm completely out of next. So I actually haven't used it aside from one farm that I've got sitting there, which is my... In Luna psi file um aside from that i haven't used it in a while for, for that exact reason
10: interesting yeah I just, I just wanted to know if there's a like because i see there's a vault with b Luna and b-eth and i wonder do you withdraw ust from that or it's just very interesting and then i just don't really understand Luna or n-eth and and i'm trying to read up on their medium articles and they don't really give a great breakdown it's just filled with a lot of like complex big brain DeFi jargon. And don't get me wrong, I love the big brain stuff, but this is this is a bit out there and I can't I I can't even see a I, yeah, I just this is just a little bit I think the the UX kind of ruins um the adoption here for what they could could be doing. <laughs> um not trying to FUD them, just I, I just think it you know, I'm just constructive criticism. Um sure. I'm trying to figure it out.
1: Well, and I'm reading up on it. Sorry. So well I mean as far as Nexus is concerned we've got the Luna omics um Nexus AMA where they're coming out or they're going to introduce their new vault strategies um. and that's on Friday um 12 pm CST so that could be one to look out for um is I'll, I'll be honest with you it's funny you're saying um the, the rewards that anchor used to pay out for borrowing I like over the summer. I mean, I was boring a little bit on anchor, but I I didn't quite get how it all worked, so I wasn't like getting the best advantage of that sort of triple digit net APR. Um, whereas Nexus, I'll be honest with you, I, th- I think it looks pretty simple. Um, I, I mean, I'm not really using it because well, I mean, I did use it for a bit, but I'm not using it now because I just think like eight percent on my B Luna over a course of a year is not the sort of reward that I'm hoping to to make on my Luna. Um, so, I mean, essentially all I was doing was depositing, just at the simplest level, I was just depositing B Luna and leaving it there and getting a little bit of psi tokens that kicked out as my rewards. Mm. Um, one, well, Actually, one thing I was doing, um, when my LTV goes up on Anchor and I seem to have, like, if my LTV was down at 35% and I wasn't 100% sure, am I going to borrow more or not, I, I might just take out some B-Luna from Anchor, stick it into Nexus. So it's completely, well, it's not liquid, but it's, it's B-Luna that's ready to de- redeploy back into Anchor if my LTV starts going up again. So I'm uh-huh. kind of getting sort of double bite of the apple there. Um, yeah. I, I wasn't a big fan. So like N-Luna essentially is like the Nexus version of B-Luna. And, and Danku did a quite a nice tweet today, actually, talking about like the, the dictionary of Lunas. And he was reeling off. We got B Luna, C Luna, N Luna. And just all the different ones, but I thought that was quite funny.
11: Hey Rebel. Sorry, I was gonna say um I do have quite a bit of uh background in working with Nexus and I can speak to it a little bit if you guys want me to. Sure that'd be great. Yeah DeFi awesome. (laughs) Yeah sure. So um what Basically, the Nexus guys, like what you're seeing right now is the very first iteration. Like they just released last month, right? So, what you're seeing is the first iteration of what they have, right? And the 8% APR APW- that you get by sticking B Luna in there, uh, it's on the very safe mode. So, what their basic premise is that uh, we don't want you to have to worry about LTV when you borrow and try to grow your Luna through an- uh you know, through Anchor. So, uh, this is a place where we're doing this in behind the scenes for you, right? So, you can deposit your B Luna, and we'll t- uh, take the twenty percent to you know whatever whatever uh, loan and Anch- and then manage that position for you uh, algorithmically through through bots, right? So they they're looking out for and and it's right now it's in safe mode, right? So that's why the yield is so low. But basically what they're doing with your Luna is uh, they're depositing it an, on Anchor, taking out a UST loan, and then, uh, you know, kind of paying that back and making making that money grow for you. So you're not having to go on Anchor and, you know, put that or play around with it and like... Uh, you know, lose your sleep during uh, <laughs> thinking about it. Uh, LTB going too far up and getting liquidated, right? So that's their goal. Right now, you're only seeing the safe mode. That's why the RPRs are so low, and they're actually they have a huge roadmap of like they're gonna bring in the uh, efficiency mode, or I forget the what the other ones were called, which is gonna get quite a bit more APR. um, And then you can also, if there's any issues with the bots, they kind of go back to the safe mode. Uh, That's that's what they're doing with the vaults, right? And uh, they're going to be opening it up. Right now they have the ETH and Luna, and they'll be opening it up to the other ones that gets added in Anchor as well. Uh, So the feature stuff that they're working on is like, how can we create more vaults that get you... Uh, even more APY or APR, I guess, uh, on on B Luna. That, that's what they're working on. So don't uh, don't get disheartened by what's there right now. I think it's really good feedback to give them about uh, making the UI a little bit more descriptive of what's going on. But again, uh, I you know I've I've seen those guys talk and explain things a lot, and they have a really good idea. It's just you're seeing the very first version of it.
2: Uh, yeah. When it was first launched, obviously they said active on launch would be the safe mode and the emergency mode. I remember reading that in the white paper, and like even just with that, at the moment there's like no way to distinguish between safe mode and emergency mode. So I was I was sort of like, well, is this like I just sort of this uncertainty, like is this actually even available yet? Um, and then they said, you know, optical mode will be live uh, Q4, which is which is past, and so there's been sort of not a great deal of news on that front either. So that's Yeah, where I'm coming from, uh, DeFi Zealot, is that I'm just sort of like, yeah, just some communication, some transparency, I think would be really helpful. And would probably build a lot more good faith with the community because, yeah, if people know what they're using and they know where it's going, they're going to be more likely to keep using it.
11: Yeah, you know, I think that's a two-way street also because uh, both Anchor and Nexus, they do talk a lot about what they're doing in their Discord and on their Twitter as well. Right, but it's like uh, on the other end of like for us, uh, we're trying to uh, get all the info on like you know thirty different platforms. <laughs> it's too much info to keep up with, right? So yeah. I guess Orbital does a pretty good job of like keeping us up to date, right? But there's just too much to keep up with, right? Like I, I mean, I I follow so Nexus, much. yeah, Nexus guys pretty closely, and I hear things from them and. You know, my Discord number of servers is constantly growing. Uh, but the other other thing I wanted to mention about Nexus is that it's partially our fault in terms of how lackluster Nexus is right now because it's that culture of, like, you know, uh, forcing the developers, like, when release, when release. Right? And they're like, okay, well, we'll just go with some... Very small MVP for the first part, right? Just release sure. our tokens, and then the first thing. And this is like, you know, I work in software industry as a product manager, and I I know the I see the back and forth, right? So it's it's like if they tried to release all the things at the same time, then either it would take too long or it would be hackable, right? If they did it too early, so that's kind of where we're at. So. I, I would say just give them a bit of time and, you know, uh, that's why the side token is not doing so well. It's just because not many people have figured out the value of it, but they will increase that value over time. I'm, I'm really confident on that.
2: That's great. Awesome. Cause that's been accumulating for a long time on the back end for me, so happy to, uh, happy to see that growing value. Thank you so much for that input, man.
1: Yeah, and that's, no that's another thing. Yeah, Fi often talks about because he's he's farming loads of that sci token. Talks about how he thinks it's got a long term future. Um, I, I I just think I mean products like Nexus and um, Neptune as well. Another one to keep your eye on. I think are going to be brilliant, like amazing for like just like preserving wealth. I'm just I'm just not at the preserving wealth stage yet. I'm still like accumulating. So I'm I'm doing things that are more risky than Nexus. Um, but certainly once I get to a stage where i feel i've kind of made it then products like nexus i'll be all over them for sure um right we've just hit the hour mark we've got one last question or comment from jc jc you're up
6: yeah hey guys maybe this is a good segue uh you know talking about building wealth and uh in eating a little bit more risk i'm wondering if anyone has done the math on <clears throat> you know the the recent um lunomics versus danku discussion has got me thinking is that there's a, you know, donkus is, you know, enter early with all of your UST and Lunomics is, uh, you know, uh, uh, borrow, get your uh, Luna, and then hopefully, um, you know, enter the LP to get more. Has anyone done the math on the third strategy of let's say looping once, right? So I'm curious, you know, I could certainly do the math, but if someone has done it already, I'd be interested on which one actually gets you more is if you uh, borrow, um, buy Luna, reprovide provide that luna um uh to let's say you loop once or twice versus uh using the lp route of getting you know quote unquote discounted luna which one actually gets you more at the end of the day
1: uh i've not done the math <laughs> but i do i do have one wallet where i put in 100 luna into anchor and i just went 50 percent borrow and then stuck it all back in as collateral um and at the moment, because of the, because of the price, I'm, it's looking quite good. So I'd I'd be tempted to say that like if Luna just keeps going up in price, possibly looping is the best option. But it's also probably the riskiest. And yeah, that that it, would it, be my a, gut feeling anyway.
6: Yeah, it certainly feels like that without doing the math. I'm curious, you know, of course, then the, the math is like, how, how much more lucrative is that for the additional risk that you're taking on? But okay. Pro- pro- probably, like, probably not enough. <laughs>
11: The other thing I would add also is that it really depends on how much volatility there is between now and when you're, you know, the time horizon matters and what's going on in the market, right? So you can't really quantify it without, without taking into account, you know, if you're holding LP and uh, it's going down, then you accumulate Luna or whatever, right? But like, there's so many factors. So mm, that's right. I think it's a good idea, Rebel, in terms of like having a few wallets and trying out in small scale, the different ideas that you have, and then really learning by yourself and sharing with the t- with the community.
1: One hundred percent. I mean, this this is. I mean, I've I've like I used to be big on my. Well, I was rubbish at PlayStation, but I used to play a lot of PlayStation, and now I just can't be bothered anymore. I mean, this this is my new computer game, <laughs> and and I love it so.
11: I uh, I'm right there with you, friend.
1: Terra for life. Right. Well, we've gone for an hour, guys. It's been great. We've got Terra Spaces on recording for us, and he's going to be finnishly going to be cleaning up all my beard scratching audio. So, thank you very much, Terra Spaces. Um, if anyone wants to go and check them out on Twitter, there is a donations link. If you appreciate their work, might be nice to, I don't know, send a little UST that their way. And I think it. Hopefully, there will be options where we can sort of support. Um, projects like Terra Spaces in the future losslessly in maybe some sort of pylon pool or something like that so we're always going to be able to get our money back which is quite nice while um, keeping Finn in ramen. Um, thanks very much guys, we'll call it there and we'll maybe see you on Friday at 12pm CST if you're about for that Luna Omics and Nexus AMA. Good night all.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Terra Invest Q&A, hosted by Rebel DeFi and Orbital Command, recorded on Wednesday, January 12th, 2022. This episode of The Ether was brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Take advantage of their Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, bringing you the hottest news and updates on all things Terra each and every day use the link in the show notes to find it. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. TerraSpaces appreciates their support. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening They got a tracker in the phone, tracking everywhere we go, and it's fine if I don't know I already sold my soul, getting ready rock and roll, tip the first domino feeling up, I'm in a bowl, with these avalanche flows, stopping rest on the road gotta get where I'm going, and the rest of y'all know, that we hit the ground soaring. and I'll be coming for the fuckers, that be summoning the trouble, running on the double while I'm handing out the W's putting wins on the board, every fucking day they love me on the team, because I know my fucking place, better get in where you fit in. I'm delivering the meaning, I
11: the future states that
5: there is no time other than the collapsation of that sensation of the mirror of the memories in which we are living. Common knowledge,
1: but important nonetheless. General spaces.